Hey guys, what's happening? Uh, thank you for tuning in. I'll meet you on the other side of the song. So stay tuned. What you yelling for? Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would see. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one. But you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. Like literally never ever fake it forever. Anyways, uh, welcome back. Uh, this is Mo Colasso bringing my episode number 40 of Just a Nobody podcast to you. And uh, it's exactly, it's exactly, it's exactly 8, 5 p.m. this Sunday evening. And I don't really need to say the time because this is not, this is not a live broadcast. But of course, uh, how are you guys doing? As I always ask you, especially, you know, it's important to ask during this time. Come on, you know, it's the pandemic. Who has ever gone through a pandemic for God's sake? You know, like none of us. It's our first time. And uh, that's it, you know, like neither our grandparents. Our, our parents, neither our grandparents have actually gone through this. Maybe um, even our great-grandparents actually have not seen a pandemic. But come on, man, it's 2020. And like a pandemic during this time, unbelievable. It's crazy. But whatever it is, um, uh, it's it's like uh, it's it's really hard. It's really becoming hard and it's high time, you know, we just get over it like in a, I mean, these lockdowns and social distancing stuff, of course, you know, it's it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, we're kind of getting used to it. Uh, you know, we were like, we always wanted a long weekend, but a, a long weekend where everything is closed, where there's no, no, no cars, no traffic on the road, you know, you have pl- public transportation, a train comes after every 30 minutes, the frequency is reduced on all days of the week, no matter what. You know, there's no honking, man. I love when people honk. Like if you honk at me, I'm like, hey, hi, you know, kind of thing. Because honking, I grew up with people honking all around. You know, I grew up in Bombay. And that's what we do there to say a hi. Because if, you, if you're screaming and saying hi or hello to every, anybody in Bombay, you can't hear each other. Because it's so crowded and so kind of... Uh, uh, you know, people and traffic and everything is just on the streets. So the only way we actually hallowed each other was, you know, by honking. I miss that. I miss the honks, you know, outside. And then no crowds, of course. And the worst is we don't know, you know, when is this going to get over? You know, when are we going to, when are, when is this coronavirus, the COVID-19 going to actually 
go out. At least if we knew a deadline, like if there was a deadline, okay, by June 15th or by September 1st, you know, it's going to be all over. We were more, you know, we, we could be more relaxed. But right now, we just have no idea what's happening. So that's even worse, you know, when you just kind of, uh, uh, it's everything is just tentative right now. Of course, what they, I think uh, they, they really found that um, they found a medicine that's working. What, what do you call it? Rem, remdesivir. That's a drug, I believe, that worked on Ebola. And all they're saying is that uh, they tried it on 400 cl- uh, clinical trials and 400 patients were done. And uh, out of that, more than 50% of the people uh, kind of, uh, you know, showed improvement, which is great, which is great. Good news. But what about the ma- vaccine, man? What about the vaccine? I know those guys are really working hard day and night, researchers or whatever. But hey, man, what about a vaccine? Just get it out. You know, because see, so it's good. It's good to be, you know, it's good to be on a holiday. It's good, but it's affecting everybody, you know, economic, uh, I mean, money. Everybody's talking about money. We all slave to the money. That's how we build a lifestyle, you know, slave to the money. Then we die. That's exactly what we are doing. Slave to the money and then we die. That's that's the life we all have adapted. And now we're living that life, you know. We're just slave to that money. And because of this pandemic, there's so many people who kind of can't make that money that we are a slave to. And they can't live that normal life. So, hey, man, coronavirus, enough. Just get out, you know. Get out of our lives, man. Like Too much. Uh, so yeah, so I was talking about this uh, this medicine. What is it called? The Remdes Remdesivir or whatever it is. Remdes Remdesivir. Uh, that's the medicine. I believe it's it's showing pretty much good improvements. Uh, but it's it's not it's not preventive. It's not going to stop anybody from getting the virus. You know, you could definitely get infected or whatever it just helps and it's just a preventive kind of drug which worked on ebola and i probably it's working on it's working on the virus where it's not it's it's preventing it from duplicating itself that's all so you know if you have 100 viruses and uh, without any treatment with a, with a normal treatment if it's uh, duplicating to 300 viruses uh, maybe this this drug would uh, help it you know, it would uh, it would not it would just stop at two hundred. You know, it won't just kind of duplicate and triplicate, whatever. So uh, maybe that that's a good thing. But hey, man, we need a complete end to the coronavirus so that we could just live normally, like you know, normal people, and uh, learn how to not be a slave to the money. That's all that I'm asking because we're literally a slave to the money, and then we literally die. That's our lives, you know. We need to kind of, I hope, at least, maybe a positive, a silver lining from the pandemic. We learn to li- live our lives better and not just kind of run behind money. You know, that's, that's, that's all that I can think of right now. Um, anyway, so how are you guys doing, man? I mean, like, how's it going? You know, like, how's life? How's life treating you apart from this virus if you're not thinking about it? How, how are things like, you know, going on? Because I'll tell you, I made some nice cauliflower flour uh, what is it called the uh, rice and I put shrimps in it and I put cauliflower and I made some rice Um, I put some nice spices some Bombay spices biryani spices and uh, I made it I was really excited to eat it while eating it it was so hot 
like you know i literally burned the roof of my uh, upper jaw that i have skin actually right now it's peeling off you know so i'm speaking right now with all of you while my skin inside the roof of my tongue i'm um, not tongue roof of my upper jaw is actually peeling you know i can actually uh, slice it out uh, get it out and maybe just uh, send you a picture of my of the it's so thin the skin on the roof of your upper jaw is so fucking thin like right now i i removed one piece and it's it's like literally i'll send you a kind of uh, maybe post it in the comments or something uh the skin of my upper jaw is actually peeling right now while i speak but i'm doing it man hey i'm doing it and guess what another thing you know uh, apart from a uh, kind of uh, trying new stunts while we are in this lockdown thing and social distancing thing uh, i tried going live on instagram like three times three consecutive days i tried going live and i said let me just see who's kind of joining me all three days believe me like not even a single soul joined me on those chats and it's so depressing like hey man what the fuck like i know i'm just a nobody like i know i'm just a nobody but hey man at least half of you you know like at least half of you at least come and kind of join me in the instagram live to make me feel good at least hey man that is that you know the three three uh, three consecutive days instagram live kind of just check to see just proves when nobody's not even a single soul really joined me i was like hey man i'm just a nobody just proves you know even more so what do i need to do do i need to be uh, do i need to get sexier do i need to be cute do i need to get intelligent do i need to be talented do i need to you know be famous or a celebrity do i need to be a good cook do i need to change my accent what do i need to do to at least have half a person join me on instagram live if not a full person hey man i know i'm just a nobody but hey man at least half of you come and join me on instagram live it was so damn upsetting hey man it was so fucking upsetting and i need to know if you have ways and if you have techniques you know of how i need to uh you know kind of get over it please let me know because i really need to find out a way to uh, you know uh, stop being just a nobody i need to be more than just a nobody at least a little more you know and when that happens i'm going to change the name of my podcast maybe you know when that happens Anyway, yeah, so um it's so difficult to make that shift, you know, from one topic to the other. I find it really difficult. I use anyway, you know, that's my kind of segue. But anyway, uh yeah, again, anyway. Anyway, way any. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, last episode I was talking about uh, Kim Jong Un, the bell bottoms king, basically. You know, there was a rumor that the guy's uh the guy's dead after a heart surgery and then uh all this you know rumor about he being dead etc and then after in my pre- my last episode my previous episode i did mention that you know because president the president of south korea president moon had mentioned that he's alive and well i kind of believe that guy because south koreans are pretty you know the way they did their uh, the way they tackled covid-19 like 
hats off to them from now on like there's no way i'm not trusting a south korean no way those guys are like literally you know the best they're very they they you can believe those guys you know no lies yeah so when president moon actually said that uh that the guy the bell bottoms uh, king is alive and well i kind of believed it and last epi- previous episode i was like hey man this guy is alive and then after a few days man uh, you just have uh the bell bottoms king kim jong un literally cutting ribbon uh inaugurating this huge factory and when 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 that was happening in this uh, there was big news you know by uh this uh, krt media the north, north korean state media that uh, he was cutting ribbon and the uh, cutting a ribbon and they were showing it i thought that this guy has you know listened to my previous episode and he was cutting a ribbon to inaugurate a hair cutting barbershop or maybe uh, a factory to make bell bottoms because that's what i would I had kind of recommended and made some recommendations last episode and that's what I was thinking you know he must have listened to it and he was cutting a ribbon to inaugurate a bell bottoms factory or maybe a barber shop you know to uh, for people who are interested in hairstyles but it was just a fertilizer factory maybe he's uh, he would think about it so yeah so i was actually i listened to uh, I, i usually you know kind of listen to krt media they're the north korean state media and this is what uh, this was the news from this media company let's listen to it we talk about it because um, this is big news this is big news for not only north korea but for the world hey man the bell bottoms king is alive and kicking he's not dead uh, let's listen to this and maybe we come back and talk about it yeah just to say You know how thrilled this woman is like I'm actually doubly thrilled when I listened to this news I was like this she did the thrilled North Koreans are excited about Kim Jong Un you know and I was like hey man this guy is alive after listening to this with the uh, that's uh that's the language is pretty it sounds it it sounds i mean it uh, sounds pretty cool you know and this lady you must check out i'll share the link uh, with you uh maybe in my comments or something so it's like uh the guy's alive bell bottoms a king is alive and he's kicking you know which is which is great so uh king jong hee how you know it's like he's just alive he's just alive the bell bottoms king of the world 
but i'm just hoping that he kind of uh, you know opens up a what is it called a bell bottoms factory and i see him kind of cutting uh, i can't wait for this lady from uh, krt media to actually make that announcement that he's cutting a ribbon now uh, to ina- he's now cutting a ribbon to uh, inaugurate a bell bottoms factory clothing factory and a barbershop to for people who want to have have a haircut like his you know that kind of thing that should happen and then it's ultimate it's pretty much ultimate like i'm not waiting for anything more than that so uh, i wanted to play that uh, state media because this is a news if you want to check it out go to krt media you get all north korean uh, news there um and i pretty much you know just by the excitement of this the i although i don't understand north korean uh, the language but uh the excitement says it all you know that's all that you need to body language and the excitement of this lady the news reader is like tells you everything that you need to know about north korea so um So that's what uh uh that's what happened over the week and uh pretty much I believe uh the guy's alive. And did he check his bell bottoms while he was kind of cutting the ribbon or oh my cutting cutting the ribbon? Oh my god, mind blowing. It just gets better by the day, you know? This guy is the bell bottoms king, hands down. Anyway, Cause it's a bittersweet symphony this life trying to make ends meet you're a slave to the money then you die I'll take you down the only road I've ever been down You know the one that takes you to the places where all the wains meet yeah Tang 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 No change I can change I can change I can change but I'm here in my mold I am here in my mold but I'm a million different people from one day to the next I can change no mold no 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 We're a slave to the money and then we die that's life that's this we need to change this kind of life you know the entire world i'm not talking about any one nation the world lives like that we are a slave to the money and then we die that's life and i hope this pandemic has taught us that we have to change this way of life you know running behind the money or whatever anyway talking about this pandemic uh uh there's a lot of rumor that it's not come from a wet market it just didn't come because someone ate a bat somewhere and because of that you know the virus has spread or whatever uh there's more to it they say that the virus has escaped a laboratory somewhere in a ch- in china uh and uh and the way it escaped is because there was some animal passage experiments which were done so my question is hey man The question is not why how did that virus escape you know from a lab in china my question is why are these animal passage experiments legal in anywhere around the world you know where they just keep animals and just keep testing 
testing okay fine you got to do animal testing etc it's not fine actually to kill animals or you know kind of make them sick to find a vaccine but hey we are doing it to save the human race hell yeah okay do it but animal passage experiments must be illegal it's basically you know where uh, they take they take a virus now in this case in the coronavirus case they took a virus from a bat you know in some remote caves far away in china like they took the virus from the from the bat they injected that virus into a ferret which is you know it's just like those guinea pigs which they use in every laboratory you know for animal testing etc so they put that virus from a bat and they put it in the ferret they allowed the ferret to get sick and then its immune system kind of uh, reacted and this virus kind of mutated in the body then they took the virus again put it in another ferret and that virus kind of you know uh, it it again mutated became more kind of dangerous you know more powerful and then they took that again twice powerful uh, virus and put it in another ferret and that's the animal passage experiments like moving it from moving the dangerous virus from one anim- from one animal to the other to the other to the other till it becomes so dangerous you know after mutating in so many different spe- in different animals because they actually you know these viruses they are very powerful they just kind of mutate you know uh they change their genetic makeup to kind of be able to fight the immune system of an animal or a human being so they as they keep passing on towards the end this laboratory in china they waited it for it to become so powerful that's that's the rumor i have i don't know whether it's a rumor how how really uh Uh, you know how how real it is but of course animal passage experiments are legal in many parts of the world and it's done this is what they do basically you know they pass it on and then ultimately the virus became so powerful and so dangerous that it it could transfer you know from one person to the other from one ferret to the other for an one animal to the other in just a you know a second and that's what gave birth to the coronavirus basically so this is this is really sad first and foremost okay the virus escaped the lab if it's true and uh, you know everybody's lying that it's not it's it's not come from a wet market but actually it came through uh, a virus escaping a lab but hey man why are animal passage experiments literally allowed to be done you know where you create you create an organism a microbe which is so dangerous by just passing it from one animal to the other it's like antibiotics you know when you when you keep taking antibiotics if you keep taking a drug your immune system try tends to get used to the drug and then it no longer works on you you have to change that antibiotic you know you have to change that drug you have to change some and work something else would work on you it's the same thing with this you know viruses they mutate they change they adapt so the more you kind of transfer them to different animals they get better they get more powerful and that's what animal passage experiments are all about and that needs to stop that literally needs to stop it's crazy that uh, it's legal in different parts of the world you know um and poor mice and uh, hamsters and ferrets and monkeys you know who are basically um clinical trial animals basically you know so if you have to trust if you have to test a drug you have to test a vaccine 
uh, it actually goes through animal testing and then it goes to clinical testing, which is, you know, where humans are tested. Sad, but of course, if that's the way we got to do to save the human race, fine. You know, that's what we got to do. Poor guys, yeah. And basically, these are the selected animals because they kind of have very similar genetic makeup to a human being. And that's why, you know, they become specimens to animal testing, basically guinea pigs. But that's um, that's how it is, you know, torture animals so that we can live. But, well, okay, that's the way it got to do. But animal testing, animal passage testing or experiments must stop because that's crazy that you can keep transferring the virus so that it keeps adapting. And that's cruel, you know, it's, you're basically creating a biological weapon by doing that. You know, the entire race, I don't know what's what's happening. I don't know why we're not... You really need to control these experiments and see what people are doing, you know, in different parts of the world, everywhere, to be able to control others. We'll have pandemics every year, every six months. Something else would happen after coronavirus if they don't have, they don't control this. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I just love this, huh? That, um, that song actually that I sang at the verb. I don't know, it was, I think, early 2000s, I believe. It was uh, the song in those years, or in the 90s, I have no idea. But this is a great song. I don't know, I wonder where this band is right now. Slave to the money, down we die. I love that. I'll take you down to the only road I ever been down you know the one that takes you to the places where all the wains meet yeah no change i can change i can't change i can change but i'm here in my mold but i'm here in my mold but i'm a million different people from one day to the next i can change my mold no 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 that's a lovely song it's it's a beautiful song hey so um i was you know uh, of course, everybody's, um, you know, there's this, uh, uh, there's this new uh, third party candidate who's actually come into the race, the presidential race. And I was just wondering, you know, about, uh, of course, that I'm not talking political, I'm talking about basically mixed race, what what actually got me to thinking about mixed race kids. And I was like, hey, man, these mixed race kids, you know, kid kids like, or, you know, who have parents who grew up somewhere in different parts of the world you know and uh, like say for instance uh, they have an Australian uh, dad with a Middle Eastern mom or a North Korean mom with you know Hispanic dad or a Japanese dad with an Iranian uh, mom you know kind of thing these mixed mixed race kids they are something you know they kind of uh, I envy those kids because they kind of they're something they're really something because, you know, they have that genetics, like like how, you know, you have these animal passage experiments where you create a very powerful kind of thing. These guys are naturally genetically engineered, basically, because, you know, they come with uh, they come from they come from parents who are completely different, like, you know, different parts of the world altogether. So just imagine how 
how intelligent these kids are. You know, they're more smarter. They're more intelligent. Uh, they 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 easily navigate. You know, between different uh, multiple identities. They're very creative. Basically, problem solvers. They have no problem. You know, going from one uh, from 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 mixing or collaborating with people from different races. It's like nothing for them because they see it at their homes. You know. And they speak different languages, which is, uh, and they've already kind of, you know, as kids, they've kind of traveled the world already because their parents come from different parts of the world. So I kind of, you know, envy these kids, like, you know, because they're really good with whatever they do, anything that they take up. But at the same time, I admire them, basically. Uh, you know, uh, they, they look good as well because they carry those different genes. And, you know, I actually, uh, maybe, uh, you know, they always say that, you know, when, when uh, the man and the woman, they have a kid, you know, they're, they're, they're from the same family, like say, for instance, cousins or uncles, etc. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot, there's a high chances that, you know, um, the kid can have a genetic disease. And it's so true. The closer, you, you know, the closer you're related to uh, the, the kid's parents are related to each other. There's a high, you know, they're not, they're not that smart as compared to kids you know, who come from parents from different parts of the world because they're genetically engineered, you know, like they come with those um, benefits, I believe. I kind of envy that, literally. But at the same time, I admire those kids, you know. I mean, there's something, man. I wonder what they feel like, you know, when, uh, like imagine, like I would love to be a mixed-race kid. I wish I was a mixed-race kid, you know. I'd be so proud of myself, like literally, like both my parents are Indian, you know, but uh, I wish I had some, hey man, you know, like a Japanese or uh, some Portuguese or kind of, uh, kind of mix. Just imagine, man, like when I go on a live chat, like I won't, uh, like right now I don't have, I have zero people. Maybe if I was mixed race, I would just have like a thousand people, you know, join me there on Instagram live. Because I'm so smart and intelligent and talented <laughs> and kind of speak different languages, easily navigate between multiple uh, different cultures without having any problems, have already traveled the world, etc. Makes a big difference, man. Anyway. I just love this North Korean uh, woman. Yeah, I just love her, man. I really love her. Let's listen to some more of her. High time I learn how to speak South Korean. My, this language is so powerful. Like it's like, who, you know? Just imagine if I was a mixed race kid, you know, I had a North Korean, uh, uh, North Korean dad or a North Korean mom. Like, just imagine, I would just be able to understand what this lady is saying without any problem. Like, not only uh, North Korea, but South Korea as well, you know, whatever this uh, Korea says. That's, that's, the, that's the beauty of being a mixed race kid. Be so 
fucking talented, man. That's for sure. Right. So um, a brilliant, like essential workers, like they're doing such a great job. Like, you know, I love the way different parts of the world are kind of, you know, uh, saluting them by uh, uh, in different ways. I just love that that's happening because they really deserve it, whether it's healthcare workers, law enforcement, first responders, farmers, agricultural workers, you know, storage and transportation folks people who kind of ride the public transportation, uh, those folks as well, grocery store workers, hats off to these guys, man. They literally uh, are in the front lines, you know. They're meeting the public and they have a high chance of getting infected. Even uh, male men and women, they're they're delivering, you know, and um, which is brilliant. Like that's, ha- that's literally happening, that while we are at the lockdown, you know, uh, these guys are literally putting their lives on the front line. You know, there's high chances that they can actually get infected. But hey, man, they're just doing the job, which is so brilliant. Like, it's amazing how they're really doing it. Hats off to them. But, you know, I was reading this. Uh, I was reading the story. So recently, the White House actually uh, kind of uh, recognized, you know, a few uh essential workers for uh, the great heroic uh, task that they are they have been doing and i was following the story by mailman kyle west that's his name and uh, so he's a usps employee and uh, a mailman basically so you know i was just reading a story and i wanted to share with it because so it's so inspiring you know like there are people like this and this guy is like 23 years old you know a young guy And uh, so while he was delivering, you know, one day on his route, there was this elderly man who said that, you know, he wanted toilet paper and he said if he could help him. Uh, So mailman Kyle was like, yeah, I'll surely get it, you know. So after he got it for this man, uh, this mailman, he was like, uh, let me just write a letter to everybody on my route. Like, you know, he wrote it to, I think, around 400 people. And in the letter, he had mentioned that, you know, if you are at risk or need any help getting essential items, let me know. I will do what I can to help you. And he signed off his mailman, Kyle. I love the story so much because it's so inspirational. And then this was, you know, for people at risk, for basically elderly people, where he was asking that if you need anything, you know, after that one experience of one elderly man actually coming up to him and asking him to get some toilet paper for him, he said, let me just do this. And then he started, you know, actually people started approaching him and says, can you bring me this? Can you bring me that? Elderly people. So he was actually recognized for uh, this this beautiful heroic work that he had, he's, he's been doing and he's still doing it for, you know, his uh, community or the, the community that he serves, which is so brilliant. You know, it's so it's so inspiring. And you must check his story. I'll kind of. I'll kind of link it up in the comments uh, because I just found it too sweet. And he's so sweet because I was listening to his, uh, you know, he went to the White House and they gave him gave him an award or something. And then he made a small speech, you know, talking about uh, how he feels good about doing it. So, you know, he that's why he wrote that letter, you know, to 400 people that if you are at risk and if you need help, please let me know. And he's doing his work. So beautiful. I just love that, man. Some people are really cool, man. Really cool. Anyways, let's listen to... Uh, let me play this song. The Verve, yeah. Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah. The song that I was playing, 
Let's go. what's best about this you know it's the video i mean i uh, I, I, I you know i i have watched so much of mtv and uh, uh so you know i not only enjoyed music as music but i loved the videos music videos that was big it was big like i didn't only listen to it I, so you must check it out maybe i'll share it in my comments uh it's it's beautiful song man and that's the life it's so it's so relatable especially during this pandemic you know uh, i love the way he says cause it's a bit of sweet symphony this life trying to make ends meet trying to find some money then we then you die i'll take you down the only road i've ever been down you know the one that takes you to the places where all the wanes meet yeah no change i can change i can change i can change i am here in my mold i am here in my mold but i'm a million different people from one day to the next i can change my mold no 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 beautiful man it's so relatable during this pandemic where you know we have realized that we are literally a slave to the money and then we die that's the life you're living and that has to change the only way that's going to change is print money man you know print that fucking money you know who we've given it so much of importance that we need to kind of make it so unimportant by printing it stop being a slave to money if we need if the money if money is required just print it during the pandemic that's what i've been saying you know over the past few weeks now just print the fucking money print that pay piece of paper distribute it to people who really need it during this pandemic after this pandemic is over the way we are kind of gone behind the coronavirus you know whether it's researchers or the governments every day there's a kind of a press conference there's a meeting there is uh, researchers working day and night we need to go behind cancer because this fucking thing is killing everybody you know and we need to get rid of poverty completely from the face of the earth we need the same drive even after this pandemic covid-19 pandemic is over and while this pandemic is on just print money the best thing that we could do and then of course uh, universal basic income that i've been saying it for so many weeks now it is important so that we don't become a slave to the money you know 
let's have the universal basic income in everyone's account all over the world just find out which country whatever the country is what is the basic standard of living like basic i'm not talking about making someone rich by putting some you, your basic income into the account it's all about finding out what the basic standard of living is multiplied by the population in your country budget that amount for whatever it is say for instance uh, you know uh, say for instance uh, you, uh, the basic uh, standard of living for every imp- for every person is like $300 per week so in a month the person needs $1200 per month and say for instance just just an example you know the population size in that particular country is 100 million 100 million so the government would have to budget about 100 million people $1200 per month that is about 120 billion dollars per month so that's the budget flat you got to budget it you got to print that money and just put it in people's accounts now i'm not telling you it's not about it's not about making someone rich by putting a, a universal basic in, income into their it's it's basic you know like two meals per day that's a basic income education health care etc in that in that universal basic income because when that is done you know it can always be paid by individual taxes by business taxes you know um wealth tax buying and selling in the marketplace interest that is made on bonds or whatever then so many welfare programs will be replaced you know once you have universal basic income there's there's a number of other programs which would not make sense so you can draw money from that to fund ubi export import and print money if there's no much money you know but ubi is required universal basic income is required because it will help, help us eradicate poverty you know there won't be inequality which is a big uh, which we all have been noticing you know it'll boost the economy because there's be going to be more spending it'll improve health because people will have money to take care of their health they'll eat better you know it'll encourage innovation and entrepreneurship like for instance you know my last previous episode i was talking about how i was i didn't really you know there are number of people who want to pursue something want to get behind something but they have to do the routine job because they don't have the backup they don't have a, they don't they don't they're not financially rich to be able to r- run behind their dream or go behind their dream or chase their dream you know they say for instance you know the government put the universe uh, universal basic income into your account maybe someone would go to you know find their creative side or their um, they'll innovate they'll become an entrepreneur you know they'll go and pursue their hobbies their gigs and and even when you have basic income there's a lot of peace of mind as well you know as uh, so uh, you're not kind of uh, you're not a slave to the money and then you die you kind of utilize your skills to be better so that's what i'm talking about and then people say hey man if you put basic you know these uh these naysayers they're like if you put a basic income into someone people won't work they'll become lazy everything will become expensive things like that hey man it won't because you're just putting basic income you're just kind of putting the basic requirements that someone would need in their account you're not making them rich so there are ambitions people you know uh 
they want to have a better life so they'll work harder they'll pursue their creativity their entrepreneurships they go and innovate you know they have something a backup that will take care of them because right now most of 80% of the population is living pay to, paycheck to paycheck they will go and hone their skills you know because people want a better status in society so those guys will work towards it basic income won't take care of it you know so that's that's all that i'm asking during this pandemic just print the fucking money i can hear everybody all around the world talking about how money is just in shortage there's no enough money debt is increasing at least during the pandemic countries all over the world just need to fucking print that piece of paper stop giving it that importance you know stop being a slave to the money because it's not helping us we've seen it and after this pandemic is over get behind cancer find a solution to it the same way that we have eradicate poverty from the face of the earth by having introducing ubi you know universal basic income that's a must that's the only way we kind of uh, gonna uh, going to have the peace of mind and people will have live with, with dignity that's important because little money brings that you know kind of uh, um what do you call it that um that peace of mind it gets you like you know okay fine i have something to you're not you're not continuously like you know running behind money and that's what we really need to, to do that's what i feel i don't know anyway so um uh that's all that's all in my wish list actually about um uh of how we don't need to be a slave to the money and just die and that's how that's what life is going to be called you know it should be more than that and i hope it is anyway so uh right that's all that i had uh for today that's all that i had for today um and um 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 that's all that i have today and i wanted to tell you guys that uh, don't forget if you want to write to me don't forget to write me at justanobodypodcast@gmail.com that's my email address you can of course dm me on twitter uh, my handle is at m e a r l c o l a c o that's my twitter handle um and um so uh you can uh you can maybe uh tell your friends or uh, if they want to listen to it I- i'm so happy that someone from portugal actually is listening uh to me or people from i have few folks you know listeners from portugal and i was like hey man that's unique thank you guys uh from portugal for listening to me because that's a that's a new audience that i've kind of uh uh tapped into so that's that's really sweet thank you guys from there uh, you know if you're listening and if you're going to kind of keep listening that's important um that's all that i wanted to kind of uh, share with you today and um uh let me leave you with this uh yeah i love the song i love the song i mean by the wolf bitter sweet symphony you know being a slave to the money and then we die just we need to get rid of this life that we actually you know this pandemic has exposed i was actually totally in favor of capitalism earlier you know where in socialism i thought it was uh, it was a different ball game altogether but i kind of uh, we need to have a blend of both it's so important 
you know because both are extremes but you need to get them all both together and basically in life everything is a balance you know you can always praise someone you hate as well if they do something nice you know that's all that i'm saying anyway um let's uh let me uh, let me leave you with uh, yeah let's continue the song love that song man go and check it out I, i'll kind of link it up to my comments the video i mean you must check it out anyways that's all that i had for today thank you so much for listening whoever you are whichever part of the world you are thank you so much i really appreciate because it takes a lot definitely until next time of course whenever i record my next episode baby bye 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 <laughs>